0: Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 2nd of May. India reported 3,157 new COVID-19 cases and 40 COVID-related deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry data. The current number of active cases stands at 19,500. The daily positivity rate was recorded at 1.07% and the national COVID 19 recovery rate stands at 98.74%. Meanwhile, due to the recent spike in cases, Section 144 of the CRPC has been enforced in Gautam Nagar from May 1st to 31st, according to NDTV. In a statement, the Police Commissionerate of Gautam Nagar said, and I quote, no one should be allowed to conduct any protests or hunger strike without the permission of the higher authorities. Organizing puja and offering of namaz in public places will not be allowed. Unquote. India has administered over 189 crore vaccine doses under the nationwide vaccination drive till May 2, 2022. But the Supreme Court on Monday announced that no one can be forced to get vaccinated while stating that the central government's COVID vaccination and recommendations are not unreasonable. The court said, and I quote, "...bodily integrity is protected under the law and nobody can be forced to be vaccinated. But certain limitations on individual rights could be imposed in the interest of community health." Unquote. The court said that covid appropriate behavior in public can be in place but unvaccinated people cannot be barred from public spaces and services as long as the cases remain low. So far the coronavirus has infected 4 crore 30 lakh 79188 people and caused 5 lakh 23843 fatalities. Globally, more than 513 million COVID-19 cases have been recorded and caused more than 6.23 million deaths, according to the Johns Hopkins University. The Punjab and Haryana High Court on Monday state the arrest of former Armed Army Party leader and poet Kumar Vishwas, the Indian Express reported. An FIR was registered against Vishwas by the Punjab police last month for alleged objectionable speeches against Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal. Vishwas had moved Punjab and Haryana High Court against the same FIR, requesting that they be quashed. Apart from the speech against Delhi Chief Minister, he had additional charges slapped on him at Rupnagar on April 12 by the Punjab Police on a complaint based by Narendra Singh. These charges included sections of the Indian Penal Code pertaining to promoting enmity between groups, criminal conspiracy, publishing or circulating news with intent to create enmity on the grounds of religion or race. In his petition against the aforementioned charges, Vishwas had submitted that after the armed army party's win in the recent Punjab Vidhan Sabha elections, a series of complaints and FIRs were registered against its political opponents on the basis of some old tweets and statements in a bid to harass them, the NDTV reported. Additionally, Vishwas had alleged that the FIR itself was quote, illegal, arbitrary and unjust, unquote. He called the charges against him, and I quote, a means to wreak vengeance through politically motivated criminal investigation using the state machinery, unquote. The Directorate General of Civil Aviation said today that a regulatory investigation will be carried out into the incident where several people were seriously injured in a spice jet flight on Sunday evening. The DGCA statement said, and I quote, Some of the passengers sustained head injuries and received stitches, while one passenger said that he suffered a spinal injury in the mishap. We are deputing teams for regulatory investigation while medical reports of the injured passengers are awaited, After the Sunday incident, the aviation company said in its statement, and I quote, 8 out of 11 hospitalized passengers have been discharged so far. SpiceJet is providing all possible help to the injured. The seatbelt sign was on when the aircraft encountered turbulence, The SpiceJet flight from Mumbai to Durgapur on a Boeing B737 had encountered severe turbulence during descent on Sunday following extreme weather conditions. Apart from 12 passengers, three crew members were also injured, NDTV reported. Videos taken inside the flight went viral on social media and showed belongings of passengers scattered on the floor, while an air hostess tried to calm and reassure the passengers when the aircraft began to hobble. The flight landed safely after the brief mishap and no one in the hospital is reported to be in critical condition. A police officer in Uttar Pradesh's Chandoli has been suspended today after a family alleged that their daughter died after quote-unquote brutal assault by the policeman, the ANI reported. It has been alleged that the officer in question was leading a raid which led to the death of a woman. Denying these allegations, the Chandoli police have claimed that the woman seems to have died by suicide. According to NDTV, the alleged incident happened at 4pm on Sunday during a police raid of Kanhaya Yadav a reported gangster from the area of Manrajpur village. However, when the police didn't find Yadav at home, they tried to take his brother. When Yadav's daughter Nisha tried to stop the police, she was allegedly beaten by the officer, reported the Times of India. Citing a video proof of the incident, the NDTV reported that a person was heard saying, and I quote, Our elder sister has been murdered by the policeman, unquote. In the tussle, Two policemen were also injured as angry villagers chased them away. They are currently in the hospital. Ankur Agarwal, superintendent of police, Chandali, told the media and I quote, An inquiry has been ordered and if the policeman is found guilty, strict action will be taken. Prima facie, it appears that the death is due to other reasons. We are awaiting the post-mortem report. Unquote. Listeners, let me take a moment to tell you a story a story of how a grieving family who lost their daughter due to death by suicide could not even mourn properly as media made their daughter's death a juicy headline to gain TRPs. This is the story of Disha Salian and her bereaved family. Disha was late actor Sushant Singh's former manager who had also died by suicide. The coverage of Disha Salian's death showed Indian news channels take to unethical practices. It also maligned and devastated a family grappling with the tragedy. Especially her fiancé, who not only dealt with the tragic death of Disha, but the constant media hounding who wanted to make her unfortunate death as controversial as possible. My colleague Pratik Goyal talked to Rohan and Disha's family, who described their experience to be quote-unquote a media lynching. Read his report titled, Surviving a Media Trial – the story of Disha Salian's family. This story is behind the paywall. Listeners, if you like the work that we do and want more in-depth investigations like this, do consider subscribing to us to access more content. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you our subscribers. So if you are not already a part of our ad-free system, do consider subscribing to us by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from Rs 300 a month. According to a Reuters analysis of government data, India's electricity demand touched a record high in April amid intense heatwave across the country, NDTV reported. A surge of 13.2% to 135.4 billion kilowatt-hours was seen as the electricity requirement in the north grew between 16% and 75%. April was the hottest pre-summer month in decades, with a surge in the use of air conditioning triggering the worst power crisis in more than six years. This hike in electricity use was unprecedented, the NDTV reported. As a result, there were widespread power cuts in April. A surge in electricity demand also led to a coal crisis this past month. Power supply fell short of demand by 2.41 billion units or 1.8%, the worst since October 2015. Now, the electricity use is expected to grow even further as the weather department has predicted a forecast above the normal maximum temperatures over most parts of the west-central, northwest, north and northeast parts of the country. An orange alert for the heatwave has been announced for regions like Rajasthan, Maharashtra, Madhya Pradesh and Delhi. The demand for power in Delhi rose by 42% in April, with the northern states such as Punjab and Rajasthan seeing electricity demand grow 36% and 28% respectively, the government data showed. Scientists have warned that this unexpected April heat is a result of climate change. The report noted India is likely to face more power cuts. The utilities' inventories of coal, which were at the lowest pre-summer levels in at least nine years, further declined by 13%. This is despite state-run Coal India, which makes up 80% of India's coal output, ramped up production by more than 27%. Following Russian shelling attacks in Donetsk and Kharkiv in Ukraine on Sunday, eight civilians have died, the NDTV reported. According to the region's governors, the shelling is a result of Moscow forces pushing deeper into eastern Ukraine. Governor Paolo Kirilenko said on Telegram, and I quote, On May 1st, four civilians were killed in Russian shelling in the Donetsk region, all in Lyman. Eleven other people were injured. Unquote. Three of the killed in Kharkiv were in residential areas. The Ukrainian army has also withdrawn from Kharkiv. Its troops now in outlying positions as per AFP journalists who recently visited the city. According to media reports, Russia is intent on expanding its invasion of Ukraine to the east, especially with the Donbass region, which incorporates Donetsk and Lugansk. Over the past 24 hours, Russian forces appear to have made notable advances around the town of Lyman, the next expected place to fall to the Russian army after Ukrainian forces withdrew, the NDTV reported. Meanwhile, citing government sources, NDTV said that the European Union will propose a phased-out ban on Russian oil imports as part of a fresh round of sanctions against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Many countries, including Canada and the USA, have already proposed sanctions on Russia, some accusing Russia of war crimes, while Canada claims that the invasion is a genocide. EU Foreign Policy Chief Josep Borrell Said Russia was intensifying its attacks in Ukraine, making new sanctions, quote unquote, absolutely essential. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent